This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, pouring the whiskey of conversation into the small shot glass of the internet. Pouring the pickle brine of friendship into another small glass of the internet. Drinking the whiskey, then drinking the pickle brine. We're having picklebacks. Podcast picklebacks. Pickleback boys. I love picklebacks. You do love picklebacks. You have them in your house. Well, I don't anymore. You used to. I use. I have done. Yeah. I bought a bottle of specific pickle brine to use for picklebacks. Yeah. But then also you can just get it out the jar. We did have a... a bottle of the pickle mm. brine during lockdown at one point and i did love it i didn't have picklebacks yeah. but i'd have the shot of pickle juice on its own and it is would you i did i, I, I did that by the oh, i was told it was the reason why so my girlfriend had been given it mm. being told it was good for you mm. so i was like great if I was anything in lockdown when i'm not like i'm being less active anything to make me feel like i'm doing something good for my body I'm sh- yeah, sh- doing shots of the pickle juice. My lineup of vitamins in lockdown was crazy. I had like crazy. a library, a vitamin library. Yeah, absolutely. Like just a whole pillbox. Yeah. Doing all of them. Take your 15 vitamins, go for a walk, drink a bottle of wine. <laughs> 2020. Uh, I miss it, man. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. Uh, I, I, think, I, think, I think, you know, we'll probably have another complete total lockdown before our lives are over. Yeah. Also, what's stop? What's stopping is just doing it. Yeah, you know what? You know, <laughs> this is off menu. <laughs> we have a dream restaurant, Ed and I, and we invite a guest in every single week, and we ask them their favourite ever start a main course, dessert, side dish, and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is Florence, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, wonderful actor, of course, one of the best actors in the world. Yes, very excited to have Florence Pugh on the podcast. Uh, we're big fans. 
Yeah. I'm a bit nervous, if I'm honest, Ed. Bit nervous. Bit nervous to it's interview Florence fun. Pugh. It's going to be fine, James. Um, oh, I like her films a lot. Yes. Very good actor. Yeah. But we've got to agree. We've got to chat about food, though. You can't just ask loads of your film questions. Yes. I'm trying to be restrained this time because yeah. I know that in the past, when we've got actors on that I like, I ask them too many questions about what they've done. Yeah. And I don't talk about the food enough. Yeah. So I'm going to really focus. Yes. And none one. of your weird conspiracy theories about films. I won't look. I've I've watched Midsummer a lot, mm. and I've watched videos about it a lot online. So I am going to try and just I'll keep that in. Yes, I'm not. Gonna, I, I won't. I won't do any conspiracy theories about yeah. it. I won't ask what that means. What this means? Just food. Yes. Okay. Good boy. Just food. Good boy. Well done. Thank you. Uh, here's the thing, Ed. Yes. We love Florence Pugh. We do. But as always. If she says a secret ingredient, an ingredient which we deem to be unacceptable, we will have to kick her out of the dream restaurant. That's the rules on the podcast. We will. And we'll be gutted to do it, but we've yep. got to stick to the rules. Yep. And this week, the secret ingredient is... Callous caviar. Callous caviar. Now, this is uh, a Swedish thing. We just thought we'd pick a Swedish thing because of Midsommar. Yes. And I saw um, this being talked about on an interview uh, between Nardwa, the best music interviewer of all time. Nardwa. Yes, Nardwa. Uh, interviewing uh, Michael from Opeth. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they would, he bought him a gift of uh, callous caviar spread. It's basically like a Swedish tube food. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. As in it comes in a tube, you don't eat it on the public don't, transport don't, network. Don't eat it on the public um, transport network. It sounds disgusting, but also like the sort of thing I would like. Yeah, I mean, I, I can. Uh, you'd want to try it. Yeah, gamble. the thing is with like with things like Primula, so other tube foods. Yeah, I used to love Primula, uh -huh. but I ruined Primula for myself because I used to squeeze it directly into my mouth, and then it really it just sort of killed the vibe for me. Really, the shrimp Primula straight into the mouth at the fridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's a Swedish food, that's why we're picking it. Not because yes. we, haven't, we haven't had it and we think it's disgusting. No, but okay, it's it's the only time we've had a secret ingredient that now I do want to try. Yeah. yeah. So that's good, that's a first. But you know, I've grown up now, it's not going straight in the mouth. Straight in the ear? One in the mouth, one in the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, obviously, obviously I think about saying straight in the butt. Yeah. And then decided to just go for ear instead yeah. and then thought, nah, it's, just, it's never going to be as funny. That's the difference between us, James, Yeah. as creatives. Yeah. James will have a thought and then he'll go with a different one. Yes. I'll just say it. But at yeah, the end but, of the day, Ed's funnier. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's funnier to go at the butt. True. Than in the year. We will, of course, not just be talking to Florence about food. Um, we will be talking it's to her about... It's conspiracy foods. Uh, uh, no. Huh? Uh, we'll I'll be talk. talking to her about her new film, A Good Person. Yeah. Very exciting. Starring yes. herself and Morgan Freeman. Morgan and, Freeman. Uh, directed by Zach Braff. And, and written by Zach Braff. And written by Zach Braff. Credit where it's due. And it's in cinemas right now. Right now. And then it will be on Sky Cinema from the 28th of April. But go to the cinema. Go to the cinema. Enjoy the theatrical experience. Let's keep the cinemas alive. Yeah. But this is the off-menu menu of Florence, Florence Pugh. Welcome, Florence, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, Florence Pugh, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Here we are. Have you? Yeah, actually, loads and loads of time. Actually, no, we weren't expecting you at all. No, uh, that's we thought, true. No way, Florence Pugh's going to do a podcast. Uh, and it actually happened. Yeah. So there we go. That sounds so sad. Of course I would. <laughs> Listen, man, He's a very, really sad guy. I'm a, yeah. very, I'm a genie with very low self-esteem. Yes. My heart is broken so early in the morning. I'm yeah. sorry you had such low faith. Welcome. Thank very excited. Are uh, you a foodie? 
Yeah. You, I mean, I kind of already know you are. Can't stop eating it. Um, <laughs> I, I was, every day now, isn't can't it? Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Sometimes you, every meal. Wow. I know. I was on the Seth Meyers show after you and got to watch your record and you mainly talked about cooking a Thanksgiving turkey. Yes, I did. Wait, you were so right after me? I was right after you, so we didn't see each other. You're kidding. But, um, did you get a canned cocktail? What? Yeah. No, you get a canned cocktail. There was a canned cocktail in that room. I mainly got a lot of uh, dessert because the the people who uh, work on that show are great and they listen to this podcast. So they knew that Um, I like desserts a lot. So my dressing room was was full uh, of desserts. It was was crazy. Mine was full of like a Mediterranean board, which is great. I don't know. Clearly, somewhere along the line of my career, someone said, yeah, she really loves like crudite and dips. And then since then, it's been like, we have this whole Greek platter for you. Is this okay? (laughs) And then, of course, there's always the last thing you want to eat before you go on to anything like garlic breath. But it's such amazing food that I'm still eating it. (laughs) Yeah, so so I don't know where that got requested. But dessert sounds pretty clean and easy, no? Yeah, but like... I was kind of on tour and you eat badly on tour anyway. And then you go in and all your favourite desserts are there. Oh, and of course, amazing. I ate them all. There was like yeah. banana pudding from Magnolia Bakery. There was like a... That's a my whole... favourite. You like that? Yeah. Oh, I well, get tubs of the stuff. This is a great opportunity for you to put the crudite thing to rest. Yeah. So now you can establish crudite. the next I did, thing. No, the, see, the thing is, is I actually do like crudite. So I don't want anyone mm. to feel bad about... Also, they ran around New York getting all the most amazing yeah. dips and everything. So I'm not going to like completely you know, crap on them. But it's it's funny how it's got so elaborate over the years. I think yeah. originally it was just like, just some cucumber and some hummus. Yeah. And now it's like sprinkled with feta from, I don't know, heavens. Yeah, the heavens. <laughs> heaven feta. It's heaven feta. It's heaven feta. <laughs> so it's kind uh, of wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> if you had all the carrot batons and the cucumber batons yeah. and celery batons yeah. and a tub of banana pudding, would you dip them in? Hell yeah. Yeah, you're different. I used to, um, we weren't allowed peanut butter when we were younger at home. And every now and then we'd managed to persuade my mum to get us a peanut butter tub or like jar. And I remember I, I was so just amazed that we were allowed peanut butter that I would I dip carrots in it. I was like, I don't know even what to do with this stuff. I'm just going to put it on everything. <laughs> Why wouldn't you allow peanut butter? I don't know, because now obviously it's really not that bad for you. It's like a nut butter. I think I think when we were younger, my mum was just trying to limit all the things, that, like the crazy things that would make us go crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely one yeah, of them. Yeah, that's one of them, But yeah. every now and then it would be like, oh my God, mum's letting us to have the peanut butter. Because I don't think I had peanut butter growing up. And no. I, I think it just used to be like, too American. Remember the kids that would have all the smooth and the Nutella and like yeah, you'd go yeah, around yeah. and just shovel it into your gob. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd always be found in the in the in the um pantry with a teaspoon in the in the syrup, you know, what's it called? Lion's like, yeah, syrup, the whatever. Yeah. Lyle stuff, oh yeah. my god, it's amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. Anything <laughs> oh. peanut butter, I'm the same with I just yeah. eat that like a yogurt. Me and like... my brother would stand on each other and help to get it, even when it would go crystallized at the bottom. <laughs> that stuff was amazing. Yeah, kids with when you go to kids' houses and they had a snack drawer. Like they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. was organized. Yeah. You so could just organized. Go for it. We had like, I mean, we had stuff, obviously, but like if it was biscuits, you'd have to either open them first and finish them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise there'd be a huge fight. Yeah. Or it'd be like an old Jaffa cake or something, which is still good. Yeah, old no, Jaffa cakes. Forgot good. about Jaffa cakes. Yeah. They're, they're great. They're good stuff. You forgot about them until just now. No, I had a French version just now. Yeah. I had a French version on the on the Eurostar the other day, and I was like, this is amazing. What's the French version? Just of exactly the exactly. same, but it's exactly. called something different. But I would always peel off the chocolate and then eat the little slither of jelly mm. and yeah. then eat the cake. 
<laughs> Interesting, because I'm yeah. I'm trying to get Savor the cake it. off first in that situation. Oh, you don't but like then the cake? How are you dealing with the? You got the, the, the just the, posting it in like a CD. If you eat the cake <laughs> first, you got the messy bits. But then in it's your a bit hand. melty. Yeah. Remember, like it's quite melty. It's very I'm thin. Boy, chocolate. I don't mind doing that. All right, calm down. <laughs> So this is sorry. a children's show. <laughs> Jesus. He normally doesn't talk about being a mucky boy. So I'll wait till the start of A real shame. Apologies. A real shame. Um, Ed is a mucky boy and you are a good person. I am oh, not and are a good person. Of course, that's that's the film we're talking about today. Yes, a good person um, by excited, the Zach Excited Ruff. for the release? So... We had our first screening last night to an audience that weren't our friends. And let me tell you, that is not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Are you like, watching everyone more than you're watching the film? I'm watching everyone's backs of their heads, yeah. Like, do they look like they're crying? I hope so. <laughs> um, we made this movie together. Zach uh, wrote and directed it. I, it was my first time giving a good old stab at producing. Felt amazing. And so the whole process of it, I've been really like hip to hip. And I've been in the loop about everything and changing things that need to be changed. And when we started doing screenings a year ago, we were slowly sharing it to our friends, to our peers, to our colleagues. And then we'd be doing screening rooms full of people that we admired just to get their feedback. So most of the time we always knew that at the end of the day, someone was always going to say... Um, well done. <laughs> um, and so yesterday, I hadn't seen the movie in probably about a year because we had to shelf it for a year just to find the right spot for it. And yesterday was the first day that we we showed it to people that weren't our friends. Well, like they can be my friend, but... Um, <laughs> Imagine if they're listening to this. Yeah, I know. Fucking friend. Yeah. What the fuck? We, we invited friends. exclusively enemies. <laughs> That's the best way to test out a film. Kind of, yeah. No, um, we had a wonderful BAFTA screening and some uh, wonderful viewers. But it's strange because... Everything is different. Like, I think English audiences are different as well and, and people pick up on different things. Mm. And it was just different, weird, wonderful to actually hear people, um, A, <laughs> enjoy it, which was great, and also be affected by it. It's a very heavy film, It's but it's also a very humorous film. So, yeah, it's really cool that's happening. Because you've, like, you know, for years you've been acting in films and now you get to, you know, do producing for the first time. Has there been things for years where you've been, like, with producers, why don't they just do it like this? And now you're, you're in that position and you're going, well, Yeah, I oh, mean, okay. I, I'm exec producing, so I'm not producing producing. Uh -huh. um, I'm not giving all the money. That's, like, a completely different <laughs> uh, kettle of frogs. Kettle of frogs? I right? love it. Yeah, that's what we're going with. That's what we're doing. I love kettle, kettle of frogs. frogs. I love Much kettle of frogs. So what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kettle of frogs. <laughs> the thing is that people say kettle of fish so much. There must no. be loads of kettle of fish. So the only way to say it's different is put frogs in the kettle. Exactly. Yeah. Why well, putting fish in the kettle anyway? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. shouldn't put fish in a kettle. No, that's mean yeah. and really like inhumane. Yeah, 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 yeah. frogs, fine. I, I dreamt about fish actually last night. Go on. That is so tell weird. Us, tell us about no, the I've drink. only just realised now. No, because it's so boring. But I no, think I, I was saving fish and putting them into kettles. Really? Not, kettle, not kettles, into like... I was saving them and putting yeah. them into bowls. Wow. What do you think it means? Well, clearly, this deja vu created a great story. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was to do with the screening. You did the screening in front of maybe people. Maybe I'm putting friends, it into bowls. And the, the fish represent the film. Yeah, maybe. And you, and you just want to I'm look after them. Saving the fish. You want to look after them from all the fishermen <laughs> who are coming along, who yeah. aren't your friends. Yeah, maybe. You just want to look after this yeah, film that you've I'm nurtured. Gonna, I'm going to have so many people that are interested in dreams dissect that and being like, no, it means that you are so terrified. <laughs> it, means you, it means you love fish. means you love <laughs> fish. Really... means you're hungry. Have some food. <laughs> <laughs> I No, what I did notice with it was that I'd actually been doing it for so many years without realising that I was doing it. I think for me... Um, 
scripts and script work and dialogue and monologues and how it feels coming out of an actor's mouth is so important to me. And I've always been watching over that and always been figuring out how I can make it better or how I can make it seem more real or more human or maybe things aren't necessary. And so I think I have been accidentally doing that over the years. And now I had the opportunity to actually do it and actually have my opinion taken seriously and, you know, change things, which was really, really cool. And also it's just about being a part of the control, being a part of the movie mm. that you're wanting to make and and what you want to see at the end of the day. As an exec producer, did you have any sort of control over the catering element on set? <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Uh, oh, did that, I? Would, that would be all I'd care about. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> mm, I mean, you do. But the thing is, with, with filming, it's like it's all, go- all goes down to budget. Like, you need to just, A, find who's available. And most of the time, whenever you're thinking it's a good time to make a movie, there's like 10 other people that think it's a great time to make a yeah, movie. Yeah, sure. So unless you have like crazy Marvel budget, you're not going to be getting the best catering truck. But we had um, food. Yes, that's good. It's a good start. <laughs> crazy Marvel budget. When you've done Marvel stuff, yeah. was there crazy um, catering truck there? Yeah. I mean, Americans seem to get catering really well. Yeah. I think they just, I think people, the people, the crew working just have an appetite for wanting more variation whereas yeah. i think in england it's very much like no you're getting this and that's all you're getting this is the menu for salad six weeks. you yeah. want salad <laughs> um because <laughs> british films are more gritty right you need everyone yeah, to look pale and tired yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need literal grit no i'm i'm being mean i'm sure that i i I've also have worked with some wonderful catering too. i think just in america because it's just it's it's like in LA, the business is just so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's every single day. It's it's round every single corner. So the catering trucks facilitate. I mean, pretty much everything. Yeah, and they're a bit pickier, which is a good thing. So before we get into your menu proper, yeah, do you want to just tell us everything about Thunderbolts and then we can move on? <laughs> <laughs> yes, although I think Kevin is outside with a sniper. Yeah, always there. Always there. So still or sparkling water? Still sparkling. I'll go. I mean, okay. I will go still, but my mum will go sparkling and, and make me feel guilty. So I'll probably get sparkling and then not drink it. So your is, mum... is your mum going to be? At, is your, <laughs> so your mum's made a sudden appearance here. Is she at the dream meal with you? Uh... Or is she always watching like Kevin Feige? Yeah, she's there. Yeah. <laughs> I no. Okay, I'm going to go still, but I still won't drink it. I don't like water. Okay. Why not? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a few people who've come on who don't like water in the I past don't, I yeah don't like water. claudia winkleman's the main person we've had who just absolutely won't drink water i don't drink it like you know when you've gone for a run and you want to gulp mm-hmm. can't gulp I'm is like, that just with water or just any, with water. any gulping? Like, i can gulp orange juice yeah, yeah. i can gulp elderflower press eh? <laughs> <laughs> the first two, two yeah. examples yeah. i can gulp Golden syrup. Golden syrup. <laughs> I can gulp tea when it's in a yeah. perfect temperature. I just, I think, I think my problem with it is this is something that we all supposedly need to drink every day of our lives, <laughs> and it tastes like that. Yeah. Like it could taste like elderflower presse, but it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't. You're imbuing water here with its sort of own will. I'm just a bit pissed off, yeah. in all honesty. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're imagining water sat there going, I'm going to taste like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just a bit annoyed that there was no creativity in the creation of water. It was yeah, like yeah. all the things it could taste like. It could taste like Whispering Angel. It doesn't. Yeah, it, does. it could taste like, honestly, fucking anything. It could taste yeah. like anything. Yeah. And it just is a bit like... 
So for you, it tastes like nothing. Because Jordan Banjo said to him, he feels like he's drinking a glass of spit. Uh, That's what what it makes him think of. That is intense. Yeah. Yeah. But to you, it's just flavourless. No, no, it's not flavourless. It's just boring. It's just boring. Mm. And everyone's like, drink some water. No, I don't want some water. Give it to me water. I didn't drink the last bit, but sure, make it overflowing. <laughs> how do you how do you cope in, when you're in the states then? Because especially in LA, they love to hydrate. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I usually have tea from morning to lunch. Yeah, and then I'll probably like have a glass of wine if I'm having like a lunch meeting or something. Yeah, nice. And then I should probably not do that all day because that's bad, isn't it? But I I definitely I dabble in other areas. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's hard though, isn't it, being a non-water drinker? People frown on non-water drinkers. I know, and yeah. it's so yeah. judgmental. Yeah. I have a friend that carries a water bottle around with her all the time. One of the massive ones. No, just a normal one. Yeah. And she needs to fill it up at, like, tap places all yeah. the time. Yeah. So our day will have to be changed because she yeah. needs to go to a tap place. And presumably a tap to place. A tap, a tap place. place, yeah. And presumably to the toilet constantly as well. Yeah, that's another thing. Okay, that's actually why I don't like water. Yeah. Another thing. Yeah. You wee all the time. Yeah. Think of all the experiences that you're missing. Sure. <laughs> every time you have a wee. Yeah, every time you have a wee, you're missing the best jokes. Yeah. Because you need a wee. Yeah. You need to, you're missing the best scenes in movies because you need a wee. Yeah. yeah. I prefer to just wee as little as often. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't have to answer any of these questions if you don't want to. Uh, how often a day is, 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 is the optimum amount? Yeah. Guys, I do we. You just saw I went for a week. Well, you didn't see. You saw no, I yeah. went to the toilet. But for you, the optimum amount. In a, the, look, this is the dream restaurant. You can also bring the dreams to, to all of your functions. Okay, yeah. if I could, if I could just do like one thing a day like if I like all the bodily functions that we have to do and it has to be once a day I think I just I'd like to do it once a day just get it out of the way yeah yeah but uh, that can't happen because obviously you drink fluids to stay on your but yeah (laughs) well because this is the dream meal I don't want you like starting off with like a glass or something you don't like I think I would go to the loo Mm. Because that's what you do. Yeah. yeah. And then I'd sit down and since everybody loves to give you water, I'd take the water because I'm also polite and that's mm. someone's job to come and give you some water and I appreciate that. But it's the dream, it's the dream yeah. restaurant. So if you don't want water, you can have elderflower no, you know presse instead. Go- oh, yeah, I'll do that. Would you yeah. like what you were saying earlier, the dream? Yeah. Water mm. that tastes like elderflower presse. No, I'll have an elderflower presse. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have an elderflower presse. I'll actually have an elderflower presse from my, so my like, dream hot day drink is an elderflower presse because um, my in my dad's restaurant I would always get really jealous of everybody ordering cocktails and the way that they make elderflower presses in Cafe Coco is they put like smash all the mint in with it and so it oh. goes green and whenever I'd order it I remember everybody would look at me really jelly so I'd order the Cafe Coco elderflower presse nice yeah. lovely tell us more about your dad's restaurant Yeah, my that... dad has three restaurants he's been whittling them down over the years He's been running and designing and, and making and creating restaurants since ever he could. Oh, amazing. So all of our first jobs were in the restaurants. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah. so what was your job? I started as, I worked in the deli first and then I worked um, in the restaurant in Cafe Coco and I was a waiter and then I worked behind the bar and then I did some coffees and then I did some cocktails for a bit. But yeah, we've kind of done everything. What was your specialty cocktail? What were you really good at making? I was really good at making <laughs> um, a martini. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a great start to the night. Yeah, I was going to get a martini next, actually. What, pre-meal? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be. I'm gonna be sat at the bar for a second. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whilst they so 
okay, so they're going to wait for my table. I'm going to go and uh, go to the bar. I'm going to look out. Where are we? Wherever you want to be. Wherever you want to be. Okay. be at Cafe Coco or? No, I think I'm going to be in like a hustling and bustling, like cool, classy. Maybe it could be like a New York restaurant mm-hmm. bar thing. So I'm going to be sat at the bar and I'm going to be waiting for the table and I'm going to order a wonderful martini and it's going to be a dry Belvedere vodka martini with a twist, no vermouth, in an extra cold glass taken from the freezer. Amazing. No vermouth whatsoever. No vermouth whatsoever. And my biggest pet peeve is when they take the glass out before the cocktail has been finished. When they take the glass out first and then they shake the cocktail, I'm like, well, all now it's just melting. So the glass is sat there melting. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, unbelievable. I do like a very precise drinks order, mm. especially yes. on the podcast. Yeah. Especially for the dream dream meal. And that yeah. timing of the glass, I don't think we've had that before. No. Yeah, I need, uh, the, I need it to come out. So shake, 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 shake. Yeah. And then finish his chat with someone, because they always have a chat, don't they, with someone, <laughs> yes. like, as their mid-cocktail. Yeah. So to chat, and yeah. then before he pours it out, take it off, strain it. And then I think I'd order a little bowl of olives as well. Yeah. Like a tiny little bowl of olives. No. Yeah. James and I are off martinis and olives, because we went out for some martinis recently for James's birthday. Um, and we had, how many do we have? Six. It was a lot of martinis, Florence. We, 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 Where were you? So it was at the Conor. The, the Conor. Oh, Connaught, yeah. Which so, is amazing. Yeah. It was a surprise. It was my birthday. Yeah. And my girlfriend was like, we're going to go out. For, but she told me we we're going to go for martinis. Yeah. Somewhere that I'd wanted to go for martinis. So oh. I was like, oh, it's just, we're just going to go, the two of us. Got there and like uh, Ed and his partner and our friends and Shanami were there. And I was like, very happy. And in my head, I was like, we're having one drink. Yes. But then when I saw you guys, I was like, oh, I just want to stay here all night now. Yeah. So we had a lot. I mean, at, by the end of the night, when we were leaving, I think the waitress who'd been serving us, because we, we, one of us went, should we have one more? And she went, you've been here since seven. Yeah. We so, were there for, we were there for, so it wasn't... Uh, she was more surprised, I think. Judgy. She was like, you, oh. you've been here since seven? I think they used yeah. to people who are staying in the hotel going for a drink or people going for a drink pre-theatre or something. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't realise there was a cap on fun. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was. We had like six martinis, but they bring, because they used to people having one drink, every time you get a drink, they bring a bowl of olives... Oh. And like a bowl of crispy things. Oh, so I see. So they were, we they were wasting dinner. olives on you. Yeah, but we were just like hammering these olives yeah, down and downing martinis. I bet. But that's great. Have you ever been to Dukes? Well, so we were trying to. We were trying to get the original into plan. That was the plan okay. originally. Originally, it was we're going to Dukes, and I didn't know that as we were on our way to Dukes, my girlfriend was getting texts from these guys going, "We can't get in." There. Let's go to Dukes. I know so, Alessandro. Well, listen, right. we've had. We, we don't want to get burnt here <laughs> <laughs> because we 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 we've had people on the podcast before. Say that they're going to go to Dukes for us, oh. and then and then cancel and then they on never us. do it. And then cancel on us. If you're, listen, if, if you're listening, Joseph Quinn, yeah. you owe me a text. <laughs> yeah, Joseph Aww. Quinn, for example, just plucking a name out of thin air. Oh, um, okay. Well, so I should or I shouldn't promise you. Yeah, well, hey, you should actually, promise. You yeah. should promise. Yeah. I'd love to go get a martini, Great. but they actually do have a cap. You're not allowed any more than two. Yeah, yes. I think with martinis they're great because you can have a few, and then the next day you're like, wow. For a lot of booze, I feel quite clean. Mm, uh. And then the, if you go past that mark, you're like, I am dying and this is not okay. Yeah. And I am never doing this again. Yeah. And I hate everyone that served me those drinks. Yeah. So when you had three. When I had three. Three martinis. That... I had a great time. Yeah. I had a great time then. Mm-hmm. There is a picture of me with my head hanging off a bed, eating a kebab. <laughs> like... Completely like in bed sleeping with the kebab. Um, 
that was what I felt like. <laughs> That's such a drop off from the sort of sophistication of martinis at Jukes to bed with a kebab. That's what a fall. I had to stop mid through midway. My jaw was so tired and I was my head hurt and I was crying and it was so painful, but it was so tasty. Yeah. Oh, he's the problems. Problems or bread. Problems or bread, Problems or bread. I'll go bread. I'll do a sourdough, please. Lovely. I'll do a sourdough with a salted butter. Mm-hmm. I hope the restaurant has made their own. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, absolutely. Yeah. But I want to see the crystals of salt. Yeah. You want to you know it's legit. Yeah, I want to know it's legit. And then I also want a little, um, some uh, Greek tzatziki, like proper Greek tzatziki. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like full on garlic, fire breath. So are you spreading butter on the bread and then and then dipping? No, I'm doing both. You're doing doing both. Also, this in this story, my stomach is infinite, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do a little bit of butter on the side, Mm -hmm. and then the tzatziki is going to come out. You know when they do the cute black olive with the drizzle of the oil? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to with all those crusts, and then I'll order another one with the meal. That's usually what I do when I'm in Greece. Great. Yeah. Do you go to Greece a lot? Yeah, I love it. Paul Hollywood. Uh, loves going to Greece. I love Greece. He was our other guest on the podcast. Really? He said he loves going to Greece. Yeah, yeah it's great. I would love you, would it. You go, would you go to Greece with Paul Hollywood? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Only if we get to understand bread and he teaches me bread there. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you get bread and butter in a restaurant, yeah. we, we normally ask this of guests, yeah. what's your technique for the spreading of the butter? Well, I would ha- also, I don't like butter that's too cold, especially at a mm-hmm. um, restaurant because you're like, oh, great, now I'm just going to be like, eating the whole thing and yeah. I'm going to need to get another one because I didn't spread that properly, which isn't a problem. But I think I wanted to be in between cold and not too hot and melty, but that is just going to go on. Yeah. And I do. I like the little the little butter knives that they give you. Mm. That's nice. Like the wide ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's one that's cool. like what, a short and stubby one. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a thumb. <laughs> Looks like a thumb. Yeah. A robot thumb. A robot yeah, thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A robot yeah. thumb. A, a spreadable robot thumb. <laughs> So you're spreading and then you're dipping, and it's the well. No, warm? I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat mm, a little bit, yeah. but it doesn't have to. I'm I'm not fuzzy. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like toasty. Yeah, yeah. It could just be maybe just out of the oven, yeah, <laughs> just, just perfectly out. just out of the oven. Just like the martini glass, just yeah. out the freezer. Yes. You want it? Yes. You yes. you like things just as they've just as they're supposed to be eaten. Yeah, yeah. I want it straight away. Yeah. So when you go to a restaurant. And you get what you want. It's basically loads of fridges that are shut and nothing else. <laughs> it's a completely empty restaurant. It's just loads of people stood by the handle yes, waiting to just pull yes, the thing out straight yes. away. Go, go, yeah. go, go, go. No, yeah. I like I love vibes. I love vibes and I love when everybody's feeling a bit flirty and excited and happy to be there. Like yeah. even the staff, when staff are I don't know, I think when obviously it's full, it makes everybody excited to yeah. be there. And it's an occasion. It makes you feel lucky that you're there and you're sat at the bar and that these amazing people are looking after you. Like I think, uh, like my dad grew up, brought us all up, and my mum brought us all up to like the, the idea of going to a restaurant is such a a pleasure. It's yeah. such a gift, and your respect must be seen shining from you to the staff working around mm-hmm. you. And you say thank you seventeen times, and you say please seventeen times, and you help move plates, and like that's just how I've grown up, and so. Going out, especially to a place that's run perfectly, even if things are wrong or if, if like wrong order, it's it's always. I love the experience of going out to um, a well-oiled, well-oiled place. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. And no one's ever talked about helping moving plates before. 
That's so yeah. important. Yeah, it is. When there's loads of empty plates yeah, yeah, yeah. and help. someone comes over to collect them, help. stack them. Yeah, and also it's not a problem. You're, just not, you're not being rude. You're just literally moving the cutlery, putting them on top, making it easy for them as yeah. if you're at your mum's house. Yes. Help. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hate, hate when people help but in the wrong way. Yeah. If they don't move the cutlery onto the top. I hate yeah, it. They that's really annoying. On really top annoying. of the plate with the cutlery. And then it and like, falls and they're like, oh. you're like, no, you did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've there's nothing worse than when like this poor woman comes over and is like trying to make eye contact with someone from across the table and no one's looking at her. Yeah. And then Jet Blesser is like trying to carry all of these things. You're just like, just come on. Yeah. You wouldn't do that if that was your gran, would you? Yeah, well, yeah, that is how I would live you? my entire life. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, I would always think that. to myself, yeah. if this was my gram, what would I do? <laughs> and I'd try and treat people to, with respect. To lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that with your girlfriend. That's, that's, that's wrong. I, also, like that thing of like, I think this is more common in America. So I, I, I haven't really ever seen this until like, you know, probably in my late 20s or whatever. But like... If you're chatting to someone mm. or they're talking to you mm. and then someone comes over like a waiter or a waitress and like tops their glass up mm. or put, mm. and they just completely don't yeah, look, look at, at them, them. Yeah. Say thank at you. all, Say it thank feels you. absolutely it's horrible. mad. It's absolutely horrible. I think service industry, I mean, it's the same as like making eye contact. Uh, and my parents had a hard time with like their friends' kids that couldn't make eye contact with people right. when they were in restaurants. And it's just, it's just obvious this person is there to help you yeah. uh, not to be your servant. And if you're talking to them, you look at them and you give them respect and you say, yes, I'll want this, please. Or what about another thing when, like, everybody sat down and there's a big table and no one bloody well looks at their menu and so then when the person comes around, they're like, um... Yeah. yeah. I'll have a... You're wasting their time. Yes. Yeah. Some Just, of us look at the menu online before can, we go to okay, the restaurant. I don't yes. do that, and I wish I was that person. But right. sometimes I like the surprise. Yeah, that's fine. Ed, I guess... It's, but you still need to be prepared yeah, when they come prepared. over to take the Ed order. Ed reads menus online when he's not going to the place. Correct. Mm. Sometimes just... In an evening, sitting in, he'll read the menu of a place he might like to go to one day. Wow. I bet Some that's a bit like hectic books. when they change it once a week. Oh, yeah. Well, it, luckily, I follow the restaurant on Instagram, and then oh. quite often they'll put up... A picture of the menu nice. every week, and then I can just you know and constantly just, update it. Yeah, yeah. Is that your toilet read? Uh, it's my toilet read. It's yeah. my just general nice. general read. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that. It's, what is it? Also, I drink a lot of water as well, so I'm reading them a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always there. Dream starter. Dream starter would be my dad. I used to have a restaurant called the Lemon Tree. It was a very beautiful, very um, high end. Like everything was designed very, very special. And it was white tablecloth. And once a week, we'd have to go in and make sure that everything was tickety-boo. And we'd have this special table. And I'd put on, like, some ridiculous dress, age nine or eight or something. <laughs> and I'd waltz through the restaurant and think that everybody thought I was, like, in my 20s. And uh, I remember I've never been able to recreate it or find it anywhere else. Um, but they used to do this tomato tart, which sounds very simple. But it was, like... It was like a rectangle of puff pastry. And then I don't know what they put underneath, but it was a mixture of this basil mush butter with pine nuts. Basically like a, a, a pesto, but it was special. It was more special than that. And they thinly sliced these tomatoes on top. And it, you know when something is so simple that it shouldn't be that good? Yeah. And it is. And every time we would go, I'd always get the tomato tart and they would drizzle the same basil thing oh. over the top. And still to this day, I've had many meals and I've cooked many meals and I've eaten many meals and I've gone to many places. And it's one of those things that 
I, my eight-year-old, nine-year-old self, self can remember how incredible that was. You're still chasing that, still that chasing tomato it. high. You know what? I'm kind of okay with not finding it because that was such a perfect... Um, yeah, I think, like, my my understanding of food was given to us from a young age, like eating good food and healthy food and real food and our education of what is going to help us and not help us <laughs> was very much given to us by, like, all of our adults in our family. So I think I do know that that was really special. Also, the worry is that you would have it again now and, and because would, of everywhere else yeah. you've eaten, that it might it might let you down, but it's better to have that memory yeah, of how exactly. incredible well, it was. Well, also, it was just right. so simple, so I, I'm not expecting anything mad yeah. from it. But, yeah, the restaurant so, so isn't good. around anymore, so I'm like, I'm happy with that, just living there. Yeah. Also, when it is that simple, it's just down to quality of ingredients. Yes, yeah. so, and, and the person smart. that made it. Yeah. Made. And the person do, you know who, do you know who the... I think it was Johnny Pugsley was the head chef at the time. Johnny Pugsley. Johnny Pugsley. Great name. I mean, obviously, I love the name. Yeah, Johnny Pugsley. What a like great a musician. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you already know that I love the name Johnny Pugsley. Yeah, Johnny Pugsley. That's instantly yeah. something that uh, I'm going to be thinking about for a long time. Johnny, Johnny Pugsley cutting the tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Finally sliced tomatoes. Yeah, finally slicing them all. He's going to message me being like, of course I didn't make the tart. <laughs> I was there making the bloody steak. What's Johnny Pugsley up to these days? Still, still He's rocking still it? He's still chefing. Still yeah. chefing. Don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Johnny Pugsley, if you're listening. <laughs> get in contact. Get, get, get in touch. <laughs> if the tarts are still in, in play. Yeah. Man, I, I love it. Like, it definitely, I've said it on the podcast before, but like, I, I just wrote off tomatoes for ages. Oh, why? You weirdo. Didn't care. It was Such like, a weird like, thing to do. I was, like, yeah. I was like, you and water. I was just like, this is boring. Anything, That's because we're, anything we get in a salad, shit tomatoes. Yeah, and cucumbers. shit tomatoes are the shit. worst. What about when they're fluffy? Mm. Who is making those? Or like ice, or like weird yeah. and icy and yeah. just like, yeah, yeah horrible. Sh- really I, horrible. I made a, I mean, my dad made this vow and then I followed him. But like cherry tomatoes always on the vine, never go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you're in the wrong country for them, always get cherry tomato on the vine, you're fine. Here's something that um, I'm afraid is not a response to what we were just talking about. <laughs> But, oh. uh, <laughs> James is a terrible interviewer, so he thinks of things in his head. That's okay. Uh, That's yeah. quite fun, though. No, it's not good at this. Yeah, it's kind of like the wall behind you. It's like yeah. craziness is going on. Yeah, but it's because it's because I was saying uh, I was thinking like I uh, write off tomatoes, I write off cucumbers, and then I remember cucumbers. That, yeah, I used to write off cucumbers. I like cucumbers now. I used to completely write them off. These are my favourites. But listen, but oh well, hold on then. Let me interrogate this. What? Because cucumbers are just solid water. Well, why That's do you think a... I eat so many cucumbers? Yeah. No, I'm um, I uh, yeah, it's just so that I don't have to, you know, drink this stuff. Yeah. I drink a lot. I eat a lot. Of, drink a lot of cucumbers. You don't see them as solid water. You no, don't think they just because walk, they have they, a flavor. They have so much mm. water in it. Yeah, but they have a flavor. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so much has so much water in. Like yeah. tea has water in it. That's true. Doesn't taste like water. I didn't call you out on that. Yeah. <laughs> when your friend's carrying around her bottle of water, are you carrying around a cucumber all day? Yeah. Yeah. And just, a watermelon. Yeah. Just put a straw in it. <laughs> Well, here's the most watery thing that's ever happened, and it happened just before you got here today. Uh-oh. I arrived. It was raining outside. Snowing? Uh, it was kind of half snowing, I guess, wasn't it? Sludgy. It was a bit, 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 but, like, I opened the door to come in here, and the great Benito here pushed past me uh, to go outside into the rain while um, holding uh, half a cucumber in his hand, like, uh-huh. it, like, it was a, like it was a mouse he had caught or something. <laughs> and then he went into the park with the cucumber, yeah. and then he came back and he didn't have the cucumber anymore. Where did he Took a cucumber, cucumber out into the rain. Okay, so here's a question. I'll interrogate you. Yeah. Was the cucumber chopped that away or that away? It was downwards. Halfways? Yeah, so completely like the... Bare-faced. That half of a cucumber, yeah, like the... the, wow. the uh, so its innards were on display. Okay, oh. so according to... 
bin. It was rotting in the that fridge and he went the, to throw it in the bin. That wasn't what I thought you were going to say. What did you think he was doing with it? That he like went to the park to go and like nosh on it or something. Yeah, <laughs> noshing on the cucumber <laughs> yeah. in the park. Well, in the he doesn't let anyone look at him while he's eating a cucumber. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm a bit sad about <laughs> the outcome of that story. Anytime it's raining. Yeah. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> anytime it's raining, Ben goes into the... To the rain to eat a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> very, very superstitious. Just, Back uh, to your natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, you get, get nice and plump, yeah. don't you? You let it soak up all the rain and, and it go, oh, it's an extra juicy one now. Yeah. Back from where you became. <laughs> when it's sunny, he has to eat a banana on the bus. Yes, yeah. I heard that actually. <laughs> I did hear that when I looked up, you know, all about you. <laughs> I hope there is a Wikipedia page about you, Benito. Yeah. We should add, add to there. it. We yeah. should definitely. We've got the cucumber and banana thing straight. Away. Yeah, put those two things in. Oh, he hates it. So I, I absolutely love that tart. I think that's yes. such a brilliant okay. beginning. I think um, tomato and basil always is. When people yeah. choose to praise these salads and stuff on this, it's great. Yeah. It's a nice, refreshing yeah. start to the meal. Really, yeah, I like tasty starts. Yeah. yeah, and also the bits that you wouldn't assume would actually be helpful, the little dribbly bits of the green stuff. Mm. that, like You know how decoration is yeah. like... Ugh. I would wipe with every last bit of puff pastry that entire plate clean. So even the dribbly bits were helpful. Even the dribbly bits were helpful. Yes. Uh, We should warn you, actually. You might not know it, but, like, there is a Twitter account that posts out-of-context quotes from this podcast. Yes. That's fine. So... Be prepared to see even the dribbly bits are helpful. (laughs) Yeah, on my Wikipedia page. That's that's going to come back to you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good or a digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. 
Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dream main course. Okay, so there's a few. Do you want to tell us some honourable munchins? Yes. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a few. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so number one is going to be, I like to get uh, the Stefado stew when I'm in Greece and Irene, um, a wonderful mother who has a taverna and all of her boys work there, makes the Stefado stew and her grand, her mother makes it as well. Um, and that is, I mean, some people won't be happy about it, but it's a rabbit stew. And mm. they have all of their gardens, all of the tavernas have gardens full of vegetables and animals and, you know, and it's all their own produce. So it's I, just all from it's their kind garden. Kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible. So all, of their, all of their specials will be like, oh, it'll be zucchini flowers because our zucchini flowers have bloomed and we're going to stuff them with rice and, you know, make it delicious. So I kind of love Greek cuisine because of that, because there's always a nonna somewhere that yeah. is growing a garden or um, making a stew in the corner. And I like how it's, you know, from the ground and... And onto the plates. So I think I'll do a stefado stew with some chips in it because that's what my dad does and it's really tasty and I never get the chips in it. Um, and uh, I want to have it in a big bowl, in almost like a ceramic-y bowl with a spoon and some extra bread on the side so I can mop up the stefado and the, the gooey bits. You're very details-oriented really? and right. I really like that. Okay, good. No, yeah. Not many people go as far to describe the bowl that oh, they're having it in. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> great. No, this is a compliment. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it was a wooden bowl, do you think it would taste weird, it? Yeah. Absolutely weird. What are you doing? Wooden bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting the sensation of scratching or the, oh, on the bottom. No, thank you. Yeah, no good. Metal bowl? No. No. Yeah. no but you really, that, you really thought yeah, about it, it, though. Yeah. There aren't many things I want to eat in a metal bowl. No. Maybe a curry. Curry from a metal bowl is oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good in the, when it comes out. In the yeah. yeah, and yeah. even in the little dishes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like making salads in metal bowls and then I've transferring got a, it. Say, yeah, got but I don't it. like eating out of metal bowls. I don't oh, know. see, by the time I made the salad in a metal bowl... Yeah, then eating, you I'm eat. Yeah, true. But what about when you're doing like the big ones for people? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, and this is yeah. mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll eat my bit, and then yeah. you guys touch it after. Yeah, yeah. After me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, also, it's the ting, ting, ting. So is that so? Like you said that with the with yeah, the other bowls as well. The scraping to, and the like noises. This, it has to be the sensation has to feel right. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't really want to get to the bottom. <laughs> so you just leave it like that. Yeah. You, yeah, you don't yeah. want the spoon <laughs> to meet all the, the leaves stuck yeah. to the yeah. side. <laughs> um, what kind of chips are going in this? You said they you want... are. They're nothing crazy special. Uh-huh. They're not like triple. Maybe they oh, yeah, Actually, they could be triple cooked. I kind of just want Irene's chips, but they're not thick. They're like thin, and maybe they're triple cooked. Since I'm in a dream restaurant, I'll yeah. Do that. What's Irene's? I, Irene That's is the, t- the, the taverna, the mama of the taverna. What were you thinking about when Florence was talking about that earlier? Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking about the cucumber in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't hear what I mean. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I also want a side salad, Greek salad, please. Yeah. 
Lovely. Yeah. Let's get into details of the Greek salad yeah. then. Like, so what? It has to be in a traditional white bowl, you know, where they have the lip out like yeah. that. And then I don't want any of the other leaves stuff. I want like actual traditional. I want like real Greek tomatoes, real Greek cucumber. I want olives. I want red onion that burns my face off. And oh. I want a massive slab of feta. Yes. None of the, none of the like, oh, we're going to cut it into pretty shapes. No, I want it on the top. Olive oil, oregano, and a little bit of uh, white wine vinegar. And you're just going to smash into that? I'm just going to... Yeah. And then mix it all together. And then I also want a bit of a crust so I can mop up the end. Right. Make like a pulp with the feta and the and the red onion and the dressing. Having the feta in a big slab on yeah. the top is so important. Yeah. The cube situation. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. In fact, you can buy pre-cubed feta. Have you been to America and had their pre-cubed feta? <sighs> yeah, I've, I've... Rancid. Yeah, just, well, cheese Absolutely cheese in America ran- in general is scary, unacceptable, yeah. <laughs> just really <laughs> unacceptable. It is totally unacceptable. I don't but know how they made it this But they're little pots of, like, the bashed around feta. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then it says on the back, came from Greece. I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> they would not let that out of their country, looking like that. With the, with the slab, are you are you smashing it in and mixing it in? Yeah. If, oh, no, sometimes, if it's me, yeah. Like if I'm sharing it with people, I have to smash it, mix yeah. it in so that everybody gets a fair amount. Yeah. If it's me, I can kind of pick and choose when I want it. But I don't like it when they dress it and then bring it out to you. Like, I really want to be in control of yeah. the olive oil. You want to executive produce you know, when the salad. You go to, yeah, when, <laughs> when you go to Devon and they have the little dressing thing on the table. Yeah. With the paper tablecloth. Yeah. And then you can just, yeah, get just involved. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got static going on on my leg. You got a static leg. I got a static you, leg. Yeah, shot. You got a case of static leg. I do indeed. Good new character. Yeah. There's a preview of a, yeah. the next yeah. film. Yeah. Static leg by Florence Pugh. <laughs> I'd go and see static leg. Yeah. 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 A Yorkshire static doctor. Yeah. yeah. It'd, it'd be a real left turn for you, but I think I think it'd go well. I don't well. think it would actually. I'm doing every left turn apparently. <laughs> every sure. every job I do, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Good accent just then. You, you do a lot of good accents in well, films. Well, I can do Northern quite easy. My gran was from Grimsby. Uh-huh. So I grew up taking the piss out of my granddad. Right. So I thought for what, the first few things I saw you in was all American accents. And I just thought you were oh, American for ages. So many people think I'm American. And then sometimes when I do things publicly, like if I present an award or if I'm like on a stage talking, they're like, that is the fakest English accent I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, what do you think I'm doing? How, how, how do I sound better? <laughs> but why would that be the time where you fake an accent when you're giving yeah. Or like sometimes when I've done Instagram stories or something, yeah. like, oh my God. Florence B. sounds like she's doing an accent. I'm like, no, that is me. It's literally that is my literally accent. me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna admit, uh, I'm quite a philistine with this block of feta thing. Are you? Yeah, I, I thought I thought it's meant to come in the little cubes, and I'm I'm sitting here just having to style it out while you two are talking about how. But you've it's seen blocks of feta, right? I've seen the blocks, but I've never seen it on the salad, just one big block. I've never seen this before. Oh dear, that's Greek style, baby. Yeah, that's Greek style. That's baby. Greek style, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't. Here's the thing. The problem is, is when they do the cubes, they can basically ration how much you get because mm. it looks like there's lots. Mm-hmm. Whereas you want the slab. And then sometimes cheeky places will give you a slab, but they'll chop it in half and you're like, oh. or they give you a thin slab and you're like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I want the thick, almost an inch. <laughs> yeah. They do a slice of slab. Yeah. No, that's that's, oh, that's wrong, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's totally wrong. It should be against the law, actually. Mm. Would you ideally like it that... Uh, the shape of the feta is the same shape as the bowl and it covers it like a, a, a pilot. Um, 
<laughs> you and, would and like I, that. I would like that. <laughs> if I may interrupt, I would you, like that. You would like that. Okay, that's on your meal. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. No, you're <laughs> I quite like, I think my, I like the I like the, the Greek aesthetic of like the white bowl with the salad peeking through and the bits of tomatoes and the wonky veg coming out. Yeah. I like that. Are you really trying to make sure everyone gets a fair portion if you're sharing it? Or I'm happy to admit with feta, I'm digging around in that to get my no, portion I and I want maximum feta. feta. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't care what anyone else gets yeah. as long as I get my feta. Well, yeah. this was actually a bit of a thing in our family was when we would start going to Greece, we would get like one salad for the table or two salads for the table and it just didn't go down very well. So then it then got to the point when we were all teenagers, we were like, no, we're having our own. Like, yeah. that's going to be my meal. I'm going to have the salad. And don't you dare come near me. Don't you dare come near me. I will me. eat your hand <laughs> as if it's feta. <laughs> What's this? Uh, what's this rabbit like? I want to know what what the. Well, it's not alive. Is it? Is it... <laughs> yeah, you made <laughs> you a, hand gesture, a hand gesture as if to suggest a little rabbit. I also rabbit's don't feet. really eat rabbit anywhere else. It's just that. It's just the the, the Granny Stefano stew that you're lucky to have a portion of because she makes like a batch, and then mm. if you're there at the right time of day, um, it's very soft meat. It's white and a bit dark. It breaks away really nicely in in the in the in the stew. It's super slow cooked, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it is, and yeah. so it's like bits of vegetables and potato and a bit of their horta, which is like their, their mountain kind of um, weed that they you get to eat. It's oh, like wow. a spinachy thing. It's just honestly like a wholesome bowl of goodness. Like yeah. that is what your granny would cook for you if you were ill, or not ill, but just like it's just come from someone's heart. I like it for those reasons, but I don't really go around eating rabbit elsewhere. Sure, but in this in this, in this scenario, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have the Stefano stew. See, now you've said about warm, wholesome bowls of stew. Now I'm thinking about a bread bowl. Where do you stand on bread bowls? Yeah, I've never question. had one. Okay, don't know if I'd be like. So, is it gonna leak? Depends on the bread that Does they're it? using. Have it you needs had to be one? Pre- I've had one. Yeah. I've had chowder. I've had chowder in a bread bowl. Weird. Quite weird, but you do get used to it. But also, you're, it's not like you're eating the inside of it. So you're just like... Oh, you are? Oh, you are? Yeah, you are. Because if you think about it, the chowder, if it's a big enough bread bowl, the chowder is is moistening the inside. <sighs> so in a way, when you when you eat some of the chowder, you can start to sort of scrape See, away that, at the walls of I, the bowl. I, that, I don't, I, yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. Mm. I'll try you it. <laughs> I know, I'm just... I'm, you, I think maybe there's a reason problems. why I haven't tried it. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll try it. I mean, it's also sustainable, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No yeah. washing up. Yeah, you could Except use a sort of pans that you bake them in, and the fo- and the sort of spoon or fork. I and guess. the spoon or fork. Yeah. You could make that out of bread, to be honest. You could make do. that out of a cracker. Yeah, yeah. They're doing all sorts of things with straws nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of things are they doing with straws nowadays? Oh, I had a apérol spritz with a straw made of pasta. What? What? Yeah. Disgusting. Those things don't that go together amazing. at all. Do you mean you just got a piece of penne and? No, it was a long straw, uncooked. Mm-hmm. And only cut. by the end, well, then it wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be like, whoa. <laughs> and then by only by the end does it start going a bit like tacky at the end. Right. But it's mm. kind of amazing. And then what do you do with the straw? Well, they just chuck it away. <laughs> it doesn't feel as sustainable. No. Well, it's not like, plastic. Like... No, yeah, yeah. I'm sure if you wanted to keep them, you could put them in the pan. Yeah. A bird could choke do. on the pasta, though, as well, I guess. A bird could choke on the pasta as well. They should cook it and then throw it on the beach and or whatever. And then throw it on the beach, yeah. 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 I, I'm sure they do something with it. Yeah. Maybe they do boil them all and then you've got, like, yeah. slightly Aperol spritzy pasta. Yeah, I'd actually like that. I'd yeah. try that. You'd have some pasta spritz? Yeah, but then that you'd be having everybody... I suppose it's in boiling water. It'd be, it'd be clean. Yeah, yeah, it'd clean it. Well, there's always time, guys. We can open up a <laughs> Aperol spritz straw restaurant. <laughs> 
So is that your dream main course and dream side dish? Yes. That's but I have, we've got I have, those. No, I have oh, another no, you've main got dish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we'll do the uh, yeah. other dream side yeah. dish. Yeah, then. other dream main dish. Oh, sorry. I mean, yeah. so my okay. Other dream main dish <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. My other dream main dish is, um, okay, it could be two <laughs> in yeah. the one. So I'd do my, my granny's Christmas Day goose. Mm-hmm. I just the meat of it because mm. it's like our favorite thing, and she does it perfectly. And like, yeah. wow, and it's crispy, and it's dark, and it's amazing. Well, it could either be that meat because we love it so much, or it could be my dad got into a habit of making confit duck with a, like a really creamy mashed potato and red cabbage, which had like I think it had some raisins in it or something, mm-hmm. and then a dark, dark, dark gravy, and that was. Insane. My dad gets into these like rhythms of when when he's got a meal and it's, and it's great, he'll just make that, and everyone's like, "Wow!" And he'll probably make it for like a week because yeah. he's just so like excited that that was so good. And so we had that. I remember like I think there was an over order of confit duck in one of the restaurants, and so my dad was like, "I'll take them home," and we just had them. And he sous vide. Wow. It was insane. He sous vide. He was like a mad scientist. So I think it could be that, or all the meat could. Maybe be my granny's goose. Is this your granny who comes on the red carpet with yeah, you? Yeah, Granny Pat. Yeah, I've I've seen those photos. Have you? A laugh, I'd say. She she looks like a laugh. Yeah, yeah, she is a right laugh. She yeah. came to the screening last night, and I gave her. It's her birthday coming up this week, and um, I gave her some of her birthday presents in pre- preparation for the premiere in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, she's getting her outfit ready. Yeah, yeah, can, she's gonna can, look good. Do you, do you, All uh, I'll say is. Zebra. <laughs> yes. Yes, Granny Pat. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's very cool. Yeah. So she dresses as a lollipop lady on a zebra crossing? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Very With great. a real life-size lollipop. <laughs> it would seem a shame then to not to not have Granny Pat's goose on the on the dream yeah. menu. On the, on here? Yeah, on the dream menu, yeah. Do you want her to come? Oh yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get her down. Get Granny Pat yeah. on. Yeah, have yeah. a Granny Pat episode. And uh I've already forgotten his name. Johnny Duggles. Pugsley. No. Yeah. Johnny Pugsley. Johnny Pugsley. <laughs> All the extended... Well, I haven't seen him in a while, but I mean... Yeah. Weird that you're now distancing yourself no, from Johnny Pugsley. No, I just don't... I'm just making sure that... I mean, let me get his contact details first before he... I, yeah. I just want to... Because I know you guys are really big on promises, so... Yeah, yeah. Just before, before you're like... Don't break our hearts. We're going to get Johnny Pugsley yeah. and Granny Pat. I just want to... Yeah. <laughs> This is us turning up to the to Dukes to meet you, jo- yeah. Johnny Pugsley <laughs> and, and Granny Pat. Pat. She'd love that. The gag. She would actually love that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. much. I'm up for that. We'll wear zebra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll all turn yeah. up dressed as... Well, well not, not all zebra. Granny Pat zebra. Yeah, she's yeah. zebra. And then one of all us lion, dressed hippo, black. giraffe. Or maybe we're all in black, so we're like a security guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Sunglasses, the works. And then people will be like, who oh, is she? Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, that is really cool, actually. <laughs> Has uh, does Granny Pat have a favourite premiere she's been to that's like that um was... so the little women premiere was quite special because my granddad was getting a bit old and couldn't really move as well and so we took him to i i got him to get i got him to paris which was amazing and they went on the eurostar and they hadn't been since they were younger and and you know hadn't had like the glamorous experience probably since they were younger and we stayed at le bristol and it was just like and we all knew when we were there that this was really really special yeah. mm-hmm. and everybody was looking after him and her and they just felt like they were on top of the world and every single meal that they ate was the best meal that they ever eaten and every single 
uh, shrimp or crab or oyster, and it was the best that they'd ever, you know, they were just like high on life. And sadly, my granddad passed the following year, passed away. So it was really like one of the last, and also that was just before the pandemic. So it was one of the last trips that we all went on and had this, you know, amazing experience. So, um, I think it was probably that one because they just were like in this heightened, bizarre, That's crazy, crazy. That's press so nice. world. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, of course, when obviously Granny basically stole the red carpet at Venice was just <laughs> a highlight of her life. Yeah. I came off the red carpet with her and she, as she, I mean, she wasn't supposed to go on. She just like <laughs> it was just dancing and it was amazing. And it's really intense when you're out there. Like there's so many people shouting at you mm. and there's walls of photographers and you can't hear yourself think at the best of times. So I was just a bit like sensitive about her coming out. She just was amazing. She was just pirouetting and dancing. And, and yeah. I thought she'd be done with one wall and then she was like, <laughs> okay, let's go to the other one. And then I came off and my mum was crying, my dad was crying. They were like, she's amazing. <laughs> Did Granny Pat go to the Midsummer uh, premiere? <laughs> Can't, can't imagine taking a granny to Midsummer. I took her and my Did granddad. Yeah. yeah, Fantastic. I took them to the Odeon in Oxford because they we'd missed it. They couldn't come to the, well, the premiere was in New York. So I took them to the Odeon and we all sat down and annoyingly, it was the first time I ever screened the movie and they completely botched it up. Like the, the <laughs> it stopped playing the movie, but the sound oh, no. kept on going. But because it was such a weird movie, people were like, <laughs> and then it got to the point where I was like, no, God, this, this is wrong. And I was like trying to wave. And then eventually someone came and they're like, so the um, projector stopped working. Oh, God. And we're going to get it up and running in a bit. And we were like, okay. But it was in one of the moments where you really needed to yeah, see yeah, everything. Yeah, sure. And then it happened again. And it was just one of those like, oh, my God. Oh, and also the, it was the wrong sizing. So you couldn't see any of the... Um, the uh, Fuck, what's the word? Translation. Oh, yeah. Subtitles. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so no one no one knew what was going wow. on. <laughs> and then I remember my granddad at the end was like, well, I wouldn't have watched it if you weren't in it. And I was like, <laughs> no, I know that, granddad. <laughs> I mean, his, okay, his question's about that now when we've brought, we brought it up. Yeah. Let's do a food one first. Yes. Yeah. So we stick with the food. Yeah. What was it like getting the fish in your mouth? I didn't, uh, the tail first. It was quite funny. We actually had loads of conversations about the fish because I didn't quite, I didn't quite imagine, I just didn't, there's so many things that when you read a script, you're like, oh yeah, then we'll do that. And then you don't really think about the act of actually doing yeah, it. You're just sure. like, oh, that's going to happen. Yeah. And that happens honestly with me so many times. And it's only until someone's like, well, do you, do you want to um, swallow it whole or do you want, do you want it hard? And you're like, wait, what? Oh my God. And they brought out this platter of fish one day and it was so bloody hot there. It was Budapest in summer is as hot as LA in summer. It's wow. like boiling, but the buildings aren't cool. They, they don't have much air conditioning. And we were shooting in a, the middle of a field in midsummer and um, very little shade. And so food, like the prop food, kept on being sat in the sun would start to go rancid oh, and would gosh. go off it was like honestly nightmare like actually nightmare <laughs> and so they brought out this platter of fish and one was huge absolutely huge and then it just went down to like normal size <laughs> and Ari said uh what do you think about that one and it was like bang in the middle of yeah. sizes I was like uh uh yeah I think that's still a bit too big <laughs> 
Um, and then they were asking me to like weigh them and feel them in my hands. I was like, this is so weird. That feels pointless to and weigh them in like, your hands. I was like, sorry, sorry. Can we just talk about what's happening with the fish? <laughs> because it says in the script that they, they bring out a herring. I was like, but what is happening? And he goes, oh, they're going to dangle it in your mouth. I was like, what? <laughs> I kind of hadn't really th- processed it. Yeah. Anyway, so I, we chose that one and then uh, I made sure that they put it on ice because it was shooting the next day and they were like, on ice? I go, yeah. yeah, it's going in my mouth, on ice. So then they put it on ice and they were like, it's on ice. And I was like, <laughs> great, thank goodness. So they, weren't gonna, they were just going to leave it there until the next day? I think in they the would have refrigerated yeah. it, but they, we'd had a few issues with like, the sea, the crustacean tower hadn't been uh-huh. refrigerated. And so right. it literally, oh my when we were doing that dining table scene, yeah. we were doing that scene for maybe two days or something. And by the second day we were like, like gagging, like actually oh. gagging. <laughs> and then it had to actually be swapped out with apples because people couldn't sit there anymore. Some people were being sick. <laughs> I love the thought of everyone gagging, and the only person not gagging is the guy drinking all the pubes. He's loving it. Absolutely fine. Yeah. This is a great banquet, yeah. yeah. No, this was at the mirror table. The yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. So, but how was that? I mean, yeah, I just got like a face full of fish. Well, maybe that's why. I mean, maybe that's why you dream about fish all the time. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Get them into bowls. It was fun. You know what was a bit weird was that um, obviously it was just very slimy and oily, but there yeah. was like. My face was covered with the scales and my lips were covered with scales. So it was just a bit like, oh, this is so unpleasant. And then afterwards, of course, you just wipe it off and get on with your day. So I just still, I stank of fish for a bit. Because it looks, it looks in the film. Fishy. Like, (laughs) it looks like you are, it's genuinely someone trying to do what they're asking you to do. And the reaction seems really real. There's like, I can't do this. Yes, it was that. No, I mean, it was in the script that she can't do it. Because uh, it's a huge fish. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was also made even better by the fact that the whole table was like smiling and cheering. Yeah. Up. So it's just played into the surreal, yeah. you know, surrealism of it. What do you think happens to her? Because the festival isn't over no. at the end. There's still days left and you're all smiling at the end. But I mean, what do you I think she survives. Yeah. I think she's... So she's had a psychotic break. That's what's happened. When she sees her... Husband, fiance, are they married? Oh my god, I can't believe they're not married. Her not boyfriend, married. sorry, I kill so many of my husbands in my movies. <laughs> um, when she uh, sees her boyfriend um, having that orgy in the in the temple, I think that's like one of the last things that she can probably deal with. And I think through the mushroom trip and the this trip and the that trip, I think when everything starts, when she, like for example, when she's on the on the throne with her flower dress and she's given the choice to either choose her boyfriend or the other sacrifice i genuinely and also this is always actors always have different i i mean the idea of the movie should always be that what happens in the movie but you always have like slight changes because it's you that's playing them and Mm. as long as obviously you're giving a performance that they can edit then it doesn't really matter what you were thinking when it happened but i I always took it as like she was kind of gone by that point and just the pampering and the, and the weirdness and the oddities of what was happening. So when she looks at him, I never thought she looked at him to kill him. I thought it was more of like she was in a different place. She was in a different... She, she, her, she wasn't her anymore. And she almost looks at him as if like she's she's getting that recognition she's she knows that it's someone that she loves and she knows that it's someone that's hurt her so that whole zoom in is like for me it was her 
processing deep, deep from wherever it is that she's got lost to, mm. that that is someone that has hurt her and then it snaps and then he's been chosen. So I always thought that she survived. I don't think she's probably ever going to come back because to come back from a psychotic break, you have to have deep, deep treatment and work that obviously those people don't have. Yeah, they're not offering that. No, they're not offering think, that. No, But no. I do think that they care for her. And I do think she's in, in that weird, twisted, horrible way. She's in like a place that people actually want her to be there. Mm-hmm. And I do think she will be getting respect and, and love in a weird way there. Um, I don't think she's ever coming back from this break. Yeah. It was funny when I did it, I was so um, wrapped up in her and I've never had this ever before with any of my characters. I was so wrapped up in her that when I was making the movie, there were so many places that I had to go to. I'd never played someone that was in that much pain before. And I would put myself in really like shit situations that other actors maybe don't need to do. But like I would just be imagining the worst things because each day the the content would be getting like more weird and 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 harder to do. I was putting my I was just putting things in my head that were just getting worse and and more bleak and and I think by the end I had probably most definitely abused my my own self in order to get that performance. And when I left the shoot, they still had three days left to shoot because I was off to. Um, uh, Boston to go and shoot Little Women literally straight away. <laughs> I know. And I remember when I left, I said goodbye to everyone. And um, when I was in the plane, I looked down. And by that point, I'd traveled so much over the weekends to go and do press for Little Drummer Girl that I knew exactly where the field was when I was in the plane because I'd follow the, the, the road out. And I remember looking down and feeling immense guilt like I felt so guilty because I felt like I'd left her in that field in that state. Oh, wow. And it was so weird. I've never had that before. I've never, I've always thought that like, oh, my characters, are, once I've left them, I was like, yeah, but they'd be fine in the next situation. Like they know how to handle themselves. And in this one, I was like, I've, and obviously if like, that's a, probably a psychological thing where I felt immense guilt of like what I'd put myself through. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I definitely felt like I'd left her there in that field to be abused, yeah. to be, um, not to, to, she can't fend for herself. Yeah. Like, almost like I'd created this person and then I just left her when I had to go and do another movie. I mean, to be fair, probably better leave her there than take her with you to Little Women. Totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I don't think she has a place in Little Women. But it's funny, it was just like, I'd, I'd obviously um, created such a sad person yeah. and then felt guilty that I'd created that person and then left her. But I guess that feeling of guilt is like kind of the character as well, right? Yeah. So like she's feeling guilty about yeah. feeling like she's let people down, yeah. and so, so you kind of you are. Yeah. Well, still I think in she's fine. I think she's fine. I think like I do think Pele would look after her. I don't think he's going to abuse her or hurt her. I don't. I do mm-hmm. think that community appreciate her being there. But I, for it, I felt like it was I my response. Trust those fuckers. No. <laughs> no. Trust what do you fuckers. think is going to happen? I, I think they kill her. Really? Where were the other May Queens from from the past? They were there. I ain't, oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then she's fine. Then she's fine. Just then she's absolutely fine. <laughs> she's there. Um, also, they I killed mean, all of their sacrifices. Oh, so that was all the sacrifices they needed. Oh, that's quite reassuring to me. Yeah. yeah. I, ge- I genuinely have got, a, 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 like, I now know what <laughs> 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 she, she survived. Uh, uh, yeah. I've watched the film a lot yeah. and uh, watched have a lot you? of videos online about it. Have you? <laughs> yeah. What do people say? Is the, the, well, the, that a theory? Yeah, there's loads of theories about it. There's really? loads of theories. Yeah, people love talking about that film. There's so much stuff, obviously. They, yeah, there's they so much to see. I mean, no, 
we've got your. I think just I, I wanted to lob in all three of those. Main yeah, courses. I think yeah. Good. yeah, all three I of those. I think so. Yeah. I order all of them. I also like doing that when you're like, oh, I don't know what to get. I'll get two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially so when have, you're hungover. That's yeah, great. the goose, the comfy, comfy duck, and the, the stifado. The They're stifado. all very meat heavy. Also, I'm not a very big meat person, so that's yeah. strange. I think these are just like my highlights, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Dream drink. So with the um, confit duck, I'm going to do like a Barolo mm-hmm. or I'll do a Pinot Noir. With the Stefano, I think I'm going to do a beer in an iced glass. Yeah. Um, straight out, straight yeah, out the straight out of that freezer, baby. Come on, we know, Come on, we know this shit. <laughs> and then with the goose, maybe it's another red wine. I can't, I'm not going to go mess about with anything, am I? Maybe I'll get a cocktail around now just to like wake myself up. Should I get another martini? Mm, maybe I'll get another martini. I'll do another martini. Do another one. Yeah. So much respect for this menu. Yeah. yeah. We love it when people like it a lot. drinks with everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I like getting two drinks as well. Yeah. Just in case I get like, oh, oh. So you don't have to. Yeah, because you know you're going to order another one anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but hold on. Now. What? Oh, hang on. What have I done? What's happened? Well, you like because. Surely oh, wow. you're not getting. You're, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not getting two drinks. You wouldn't do it with the like the straight out the freezer glass drinks. You're not getting two of them because then the the glass is going to go all crummy. Or would no, you do no, that? no. I'm Get doing like I'm doing like I'm double fisting. I'm doing oh, like so you're one different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for example, with the with the Stefano, it would be like the cold beer. Yeah. With the ducks, it would be the wine. Uh-huh. And then I think I'd probably get like a martini at the end of my uh, duck or goose. Okay. And then just to like, you know. Maybe yeah. again. It's midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was. A bit... Yeah. So, right, stop asking questions about this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Too many we questions. We go on forever about that. Head about that. The dessert. The drink. The dessert. dessert. My favorite dessert is tiramisu, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy about it. I just want tiramisu. It was my. It's literally been my favorite since I was four years old, and my mum's best friend like wiped off the cream for me. Um, because I wasn't allowed the boozy bit, but then I did have the boozy bit. Yeah, I love it. It's what I get for my birthdays as well. I love oh, a tiramisu. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love a homemade one. I love a fancy pants one. I love a tiramisu. And then maybe, is that affogato? Is that how you say it? Yeah. The ice cream with, yes. the, with the espresso on top? Yes. 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 But the ice cream has to be really cold. I can't have any of that melty business mm-hmm. because I need the coffee. You know when you pour the coffee in and sometimes it dries and then it crystallizes? Right. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bit of a crispy top? Mm. I want that. You want, you want the crispy top? You want the, the crystallised ice like, cream? No, I don't want the crystallised ice cream. I want the ice cream to be really cold. Yeah. But when you pour the coffee on, it freezes, and then you get that layer of coffee that is gone oh, crispy. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely getting so, one of those. So that's after you're having the tiramisu. Yeah. And then after you're having the affogato? Or sure. Is it, uh, is it... Sure, I'll have that when I have my espresso. Yeah, yeah. But I want a lotus biscuit on the side. Biscoff. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It is. I can inhale like eight of those. Have you had the spread? Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, that's dangerous it's stuff. Dangerous times. Yeah. That's straight that's with a spoon stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really dangerous. Yeah. Partly because as you eat it, you're like, I know this, this, this isn't good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know it's, it's it's whizzed up biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This hadn't thought not, of that before. It's not going to talk about. Had not thought of that it's before. It's about twelve hundred biscuits in a jar. What do you think about the Cadbury's chocolate spread? Mm. I've not had it in a long time. Okay, so weird, but Nutella, you can eat it with a spoon, yeah. and it tastes like Nutella. Mm. If you eat Cadbury's with a spoon, it doesn't taste good. But if you put it on buttered white toast, amazing. Right. Mm. But the taste is different. The yeah. taste raw or cold 
it's not pleasurable. I don't like it. Whereas I do like Nutella cold or raw. Mm-hmm. But on toast, it's the tits. Wow. I've never had this cabbage chocolate spread. I haven't had it in years, yeah. to be fair. But it's a funny thing. You can't eat it. I don't like it. It's not. It doesn't do the Nutella thing. It's not like mm-hmm. you could eat, like Nutella, you could just wipe it on your elbow and yeah. eat it. Like, it's so tasty. <laughs> Very few things do the Nutella thing though, right? What do you mean? Oh, it's like it could be good everywhere. That's a, that's a special yeah. thing. That is a You're special You're going to eat thing. a jar of marmalade on its own? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad example. Bad example. Del- delicious. Example. Yeah, yeah. I think peanut butter you can pretty much eat yeah. everywhere as Oh, well. yeah. I, absolutely. I can you eat could, that like, wipe that on your eyebrows yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use it as a concealer. <laughs> I love that the places where you choose to wipe food and eat them are places that you actually uh, couldn't, you couldn't eat. reach. Yeah. Hang on, though. Great for saving for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The eyebrows <laughs> and the elbows. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know that you can't <laughs> eat them straight away. The exactly. elbow's also, tricky, though. it's purposeful. Yeah, it's not like you put it on your cheek. Someone's going to say, "Oh, you got peanut butter on your cheek." Yeah, you look like an idiot. But if you've if, <laughs> if you got it on your eyebrows, on your you don't eyebrows, look like an idiot at then all. It's like, oh, she yeah. put yeah. peanut butter yeah, on her yeah. eyebrows. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that'd be a great look. And maybe that's how we go dressed to Dukes as Grand's uh, yes. security guards, we'll all dressed up. in black, little sunglasses, like little mice sunglasses, yeah. and then and then we do peanut. Yeah, peanut butter eyebrows. Yeah, Hell peanut yeah. butter eyebrows. Yeah, and elbows. But no, we'd be the peanut like crew. People would be terrified. Yeah, people would call us the peanut crew. I, I, I'm not sure they'd be terrified. Maybe they would. I'd be terrified. Yeah, four people dressed in black with peanut on the eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd Is be it crunchy or smooth? Smooth for the eyebrows, I think. Yeah, crunchy for the extra. elbows, right? Yeah. So that when you put your elbow on the table, it's... yeah, you hear a bit of it. Yeah, have some impact. Yeah. I'm gonna read your menu back to you now. See how you feel about it. Wait, do I not get a dessert cocktail? Oh yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay, I think I might get. Either like a dessert wine or I'll do an espresso martini. Very nice. I suppose that is the affogato though, isn't it? Otherwise I'd be wired all night I think. Long. But again, just like you were saying, like your stomach would be limitless for a meal like oh, this. Oh yeah, then I'll I think do espresso you could, martini. Your tolerance for caffeine, you can like, you yeah. want to dial that down. Exactly. Or I will, I'll just go, yeet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Espresso martini affogato does sound amazing. Oh, but don't, I don't like it when they make it too sweet. I right. always say, can you not make it sweet? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I don't like it when it's so much, sh- the this, this sugar syrup, mm. that, well, uh, and you just feel it on your teeth. So you just want really straight coffee I just want like vodka. a coffee with vodka with a little bit of sugar, not yeah. like, oh my God, I'm drinking Calpol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We always talk about having a Calpol cocktail. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Is we it think good? it's a, well, we, no, no, we, we haven't had it. Oh, because it's a painkiller. Yeah, we, we just Guys, think about it all the time. That's drugs and alcohol at the same time. Yeah, oh. but it's kids' drugs, isn't it? I'm trying that's to figure out how that would be bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> never done drugs in my life. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> what was this as well? Yeah, the mm. non-beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wiping you know, the peanut butter everywhere. Showing flowers, yeah, I could get in a roll. Yeah. That, and, uh, you know. <laughs> Drugs man, that was his yeah, character. Drugs yeah. man. When we leave the studio, they'd be like, "Oh, I left drugs man behind in the, in the podcast yeah. studio." Yeah, yeah. Did you have any sugar in your house? Yeah, this is a, a long-running thing on the podcast. Basically, my family, most of us, apart from my mum, are sugar fiends, obsessed with sugar. Yeah. But my mum was good at like not letting us have too much of yeah. it. Little did we know that my dad was like just constantly, you know, you know, tiptoeing off to secret rooms and inhaling tubs of ice cream and then like coming wow. back yeah it's so like it, we, we've all grown up to be how like much they love sugar that family wow. yeah, yeah. but surely your mum would notice it in the freezer that oh she knew like... what he was doing but she was like he's a grown man whatever but like with, with, us, with us thought she was like we're gonna limit this and ration it out yeah but then maybe like <gasps> i've just realized one more thing that i want to mention absolutely Whilst you're just saying the one, like, I was just thinking, what was the one thing that as a kid I was like? Yeah. As a, I was, my mum was the same. We weren't allowed naughty things in the house. But she would let me have a prepped banana cake. 
Have you ever had one? No, I don't Insane. think I've had one. Insane. Yeah. Amazing. They have they have the consistency. They have the ratio. Yeah. They have a little piece of tissue paper on the top that says Pratt that you take off and you lick it. You're not supposed to. I mean, you can do, but I lick it. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing. I think that's yeah. going to be my, my my with the with the espresso, I'm going to have a Pratt Great. banana oh, cake. Right. Go and get one today. They are so good. Maybe I will get one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love banana. I love cakes. <laughs> you love Pratt? Yeah. I've got a routine about how I love press. I'll stand yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah. Water, elderflower presse from Cafe Coco. Yeah. And then you would like a uh, vodka martini. Yeah. With all the dry Belvedere. Yeah. No vermouth, glass straight from the freezer, bowl of olives. With a twist. With a twist. Yeah. Poplums or bread, sourdough, slightly warm. Yeah. With salted butter. We'll see the crystals on the top. Yeah. And tzatziki. I've never known how to pronounce it. Yeah. You pronounced it earlier in a way that was like, I think that's how you pronounce it. Well, the and Greeks I've say never, I don't I've, pronounce it. I've never said it like that before. Oh, really? Well, they're like tzatziki. And I'm tzatziki. like tzatziki. Love it. Starter, tomato tart from the lemon tree. Yeah. May or may not be made by Johnny Pugsley. Yeah. <laughs> Main course, Stefano stew with chips in it in a big ceramic bowl. Yeah. Plus Granny's Christmas Day goose, just the meat. Yeah. And Dad's confit duck. Yes. The meat is on mashed potato. Yeah, but like a red, really creamy one. Really, really creamy, creamy, creamy mashed potato. Yeah. Red cabbage yeah. with some raisins in it. But it's like a wet red cabbage. It's and, like, it's like, yeah. And Sorry. a very dark yeah. gravy. It's like a sweet, dark gray, like de- definitely whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the plating is going to go like this. Yes. It's going to go <laughs> It's going to go mashed potato yeah. on the bottom and then you have a little handful of the red cabbage uh-huh. and then you put the duck leg like this on an angle yeah. and then the gravy is going to go around it. Spirals around it. Just or just like, around the outside. It's like literally like it's a moat. Nice. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then you nice. can smush things in it. There's a lot of smushing going on yeah, in this meal. I yeah. like food that's interactive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Side dish, a Greek salad. Block of feta on the top, not in cubes. Drink you yes. want, so with, with each thing, so you want Barolo, Pinot Noir, yeah. beer in a freezer glass, yeah. and another martini, but you're having those with certain, with each, yeah, different meals. each different one. Dessert, a tiramisu, yeah. and then after that, affogato with a lotus biscuit, yeah. espresso martini, yeah. and... Not too sweet. Not too sweet. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was one more thing that we have just talked about literally just now. Which is? And it is the, from your childhood. Yeah. And you always wanted it, the prep, wow. prep banana cake. Wow, how long did that take? Yeah. And that was literally three minutes ago. I just had to like remember all the specifics <laughs> of a fucking duck dish. Come on. <laughs> Of a fucking duck dish. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? You brought me on this show. <laughs> you told me to tell you my favourite meals and it's a fucking duck dish. The, dis- the disrespect was aimed at Ed and not you. Oh, <laughs> well, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> All of it sounds delicious. Thank you. So when do we get to eat it? Are you? Does it come now? Yes. Ah, yes. We got Funny Pat, your dad, yeah. and Pugsley on and speed Pugsley dial. And, yeah. and, and Irene from, from Greece. We're flying her over. Captain yeah. Pratt. We're all going to Duke. Captain Pratt. Yeah. All going to Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to the Dream Thank Restaurant, Thank you for Florence. having me. Thank you, Well, there we are, James. What a fun episode. Really fun. We had, so, I mean, so much food chat. Yeah. Really detailed descriptions of the food, where they were from, how they should be uh, arranged presented. on the plate. This is great. That, that's the level of detail we like. Yeah, really great. Fantastic menu. An insight into sciences, life, mm. films. I mean, what more could you ask for? Yeah, the perfect interview. And I restrained myself. I didn't ask about Midsummer. Well, you must have blocked that out completely. Just like I you did. Huh? You did. 
You asked you asked her if she thought the character was still alive, and then you started talking about YouTube theories. Yes, well, this, this is great. And then you though. got absolutely blown out the water. That's one of my favourite <laughs> favourite <laughs> moments on Off Menu ever. Yeah, but Florence, where are all the other May Queens? They were there. Oh, but it felt so good. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's what you've got to understand. I love yeah. getting blown out the water. Yeah. Because, because now I know. I yeah. didn't know the other main queens are there. Yeah, yeah. And now I know that they are there. Yeah. It changes the whole film for me. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Obviously, I just wanted to ask her about um, when they push the guy's butt in. When they push it, when he's in doing the orgy and they push yeah, his butt push from his behind butt and make yeah. him, yeah, making him have sex. I was loads of stuff I wanted to ask, where to ask if, you know, she knew that the sister's face was going to be in the trees. Uh, or if she only saw that herself when she watched the film back, how much of it was shared with her beforehand? Oh, man. Yeah, actually, you know, I was annoyed with you initially for for asking those questions, yeah. but you, she actually gave a very, very good and interesting answer. Yes. Um, and it seems like you actually held quite a lot of stuff back, so well done. Yeah, I held so much stuff back. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could have just gone on and on and on, on yeah. asked about that film. It would, yeah. have been, and, uh, it would have been bad. Also, like... Here's another question I held back. Mm. Um, I held back asking, because uh, like she's in the MCU now, um, and uh, also she was in Little Women, mm. and if Little Women did a multiverse film where the cast of the Winona Ryder version and the cast of uh, the version that Florence was in all interacted together in the multiverse, would she be in it? So, I, you know, I thought that question and I decided not to say it. Fuck me, James. You thought of that question? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I and you nearly, you nearly asked did, her that. If they did Little Women Multiverse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty pretty pleased. I'm I'm really happy with you, man. I'm so proud that you didn't ask that question because that is awful stuff. <laughs> um, thanks so much to Florence for coming on. A lucky escape that she'll never know she had. Yeah. That question. Um, she didn't say uh, callous caviar. Didn't say callous caviar, no. so thank you for that. That means thank we got that. to yes. hear the whole menu. Yes. Not kick someone out of the dream restaurant. And of course, uh, a good person is out now in all cinemas. Yes. And then we'll be on Sky Cinema on the 28th of April. So go watch that. I am uh, touring in Australia and New Zealand very soon. It starts very soon. Very uh, I'm in Melbourne for a couple of weeks. I'm in Perth. I'm in Sydney. Uh, I'm in Brisbane, then I go to New Zealand, I'm in Auckland, and I'm in Wellington. So I think there's a few tickets left. So get on my website, edgamble.co.uk. It's finally feeling real now that you're going away, man. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> Is that? I think that's all we have to say. Um, Benito needs to take a cucumber out into the rain now. That was crazy, by the way. I mean, we didn't get enough time to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You mad, mad You didn't man. see him do it. He was cupping it in his hands like a little mouse. And we're going out into the rain with it. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast, which is the Off Menu Podcast. The Off Menu Podcast with Florence Pugh. See you in Dukes, Florence. See you in Dukes. Quinn! Quinn! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour miracle grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.